Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., Failacorn, which is the Stillbirth and Neonatal Death Association of Ireland, is an initiative that provides help and support for bereaved families following the loss of their little baby. Noelle Murphy is from Tivoli and she's organising a virtual 5k run for Rosie. It's in memory of her little baby girl and it will raise funds for Failacorn to help the future parents who Failacorn will step in to help. And Noelle joins me this morning. Good morning to you, Noelle. Um, hi, Patricia. How are you? Well, I'm very well, and and thank you for taking our call. Now, I know that this initiative will run in the lead up to Rosie's first birthday, which is uh, later on this month. Do you see it very much as her birthday rather than her anniversary? Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Her birthday. We kind of we want to celebrate her birthday every year, and not see it as an anniversary, and try our best to kind of make it um, a somewhat kind of happy event, full of full of love. Well done, well done. It's terrific. Very brave of 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 you, and and to think of others by using it as a fundraiser for Failacon is is just it's heartfelt. It's terrific. Now you gave birth to uh, Rosie on the twenty sixth of March uh, last last year. You already had a little boy, Phoenix. So yes. it wasn't your first pregnancy. Were were you having a very normal pregnancy up to that point, Noel? Um, yeah, as, no, as normal as any woman would expect on their second pregnancy, because you always have another child to look after. 
yeah. um, as well. But like, yeah, no, it was absolutely fine. Like tiredness, you know, um, and everything that you'd expect. And I suppose all the all the checkups and scans went went fine. Um, and the anomaly scan that we had for Rosie as well was fine. She was kind of a, you know, an active an active little baby, like. Um, so there was no kind of reason for us to be alarmed by anything. It was just when I had a checkup at 31 weeks at the doctor, then kind of, um, I suppose, everything kind of came to a halt. And did you did you see it in the doctor's eyes? Did you notice? Um, so what happened was we went, um, I just went for a routine checkup to the GP and um, I like kind of at the time she just kind of said to me that, she was fine that she could only hear a very faint heartbeat, but she thought that maybe Rosie had moved because she she was murdered for moving, you know, and her kicks would change a lot, like out, out through my back and stuff. So she just said, look, I think the placenta might be in the way. Would you just go up to the hospital and um, have a scan? So I, I went up, no problem. I To be honest, it's kind of one of those things where you're pure blind that anything bad was going to happen because... I had in my, on my pregnancy with Phoenix, I got sent up to the hospital twice and like I was in a panic. But like now I was kind of relaxed going, oh, everything would be fine. And and we went up. Uh, and, well, no, I went up because it was during COVID and stuff. And my husband, Colin, was working and um, I was just waiting to go in. And the nurse kind of had a small bit of trouble. Um, um, I don't know what the name of the instrument is. It's just where you hear the heartbeat and you, it's not like, um, it's not a scan. Mm. So she kind of, she just sent me into another cubicle to see a doctor. But like, like reassuring me, like everything seemed to be fine. So I thought it was the position she of the baby. She was just like, we'll just get a scan and we know the position a bit more. And I was just laying up kind of just waiting for the scan. And you could just see, you know, now like it always takes a few minutes for any doctor to see anything with the, with the ultrasound. And then like I kind of, after just like after a minute or so, I could just see it in his eyes. Like when I when his eyes were looking at the screen, his eyes changed like as if he's really zoning in to have a look. It, it was I I knew it there, and then like I knew that he was gearing up to tell me like bad news, you know. Um, and like he did, and you know, I suppose like it's a very hard thing to have to do as well. But like, yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, you forget about the the, the doctors that have to yeah. t- t- say that. And, but I'm conscious now, thinking, Noel, you're on your own in the hospital receiving this news. Um, yeah, look, I, I probably would have been on my own anyway if it wasn't for COVID because I thought I was just going to like a, a doctor's checkup. You know, I suppose it didn't help that I knew that Colin couldn't come up with me anyway, even if I had called him. But I think in a way I was so relaxed about it. I, I I thought, oh, like I rang my husband to say, can you collect our son from preschool because I'm I won't get back on time, you know. So it wasn't like a, there wasn't a bit of worry there. But I definitely yeah, I, got, I got the news by myself. I never forget it. One twenty four p.m. on the twenty fourth of March. Yeah, but like they were like they, I will say now they were amazing up there. Like they were like they were so comforting, you know, so compassionate, like. They're like the a kind of a head. Um, one of the kind of head specialists has to come down then to to kind of have a conversation and do the scan again, kind of like to confirm things like a triple time. And they they were just lovely. They were just their their bedside manner was like fabulous. It's like there was no doctor or nurse that I met that kind of was you know 
that, that you would kind of say didn't have any personal skills, you know, or couldn't interact with people. Like, they were amazing. And, and like, the nurse, one of the nurses took my phone to call my husband because, you know, now they were saying, if, like, they didn't want anything to happen to him if he got a shock, you know, um, out on the road or anything like that. So, like, kind of, he, I'd say he probably knew when he got a phone call from a nurse that something serious was happening, you know. Because, um, you know, people give out about hospitals and people give out about our health service and all of that. But it's only when something of as tragic as your case happens that yeah. you see how blessed we are to have the staff that we have at the maternity yeah. hospital. Yeah. Oh, it's 100% the people, like the, the nurses, doctors, everything there, were, was, they're all amazing. You know what I mean? It's just, I suppose, the whole system itself that seems to be broken that needs to be fixed and improved but the I don't, I don't in my opinion I don't think that I could we could fault any person that we came in contact with while we were up in the CUMH and great kindness it, and, and that's what yeah. else can you ask for except uh, yeah, yeah. kindness so that was yeah. the, that was the 24th and then I'm yeah. conscious that Rosie's uh, birthday is the 26th so there's a there's a couple of days where you go home and prepare is yeah, it? so yeah. yeah, it's like I suppose we didn't have it. We didn't know what was going to happen. We didn't know what was ahead of us. So the consultant kind of um, had a conversation with us, and basically, I had to take a tablet in the hospital that kind of prepares my body for them starting labour early. Um, and I had to. We had to go home for two days then. And like I suppose, you know, it's a shock. Kind of like I'll never forget it. Like we're, we were in a room and we knew all this was happening. You know, and you're kind of being walked and talked through stuff that kind of is a bit ahead of you. But at the same time, the doctors don't want to overwhelm you with everything, I don't think. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, and, and you're sitting at home for the two days. So, like, we, we went home that Wednesday evening. And, like, um, I, I I will never forget it because I was going around with my own clothes on and my husband called over me because I just, I was just shaking, probably just, you know, and I was shocked and everything. And, um... Yeah, it was just, I suppose those two days were just utter torture, you know, absolute, like, um, never been so afraid of what lay, lay, lay ahead of us, you know, but I suppose I, I was just saying it to my husband, Colin, like, why, how, like, how, how is this going to happen? Like, how am I going to be able to give birth to a baby that has passed away? You know, how, how in the name of God can we do it? Like, and look, thank God we have great family and friends that supported us over the days, you know. Um and, like, and, and you you did you you got through it and it's and yeah. and and I imagine as you're going through it, you're hoping they're wrong. A hundred percent. A hundred percent we kept like I we were saying to each other like that, look if you know, if something happens now and like we went and like, you know, had Rosie and like she was born and everything was fine and she was breathing and everything and and it turns out that they had made some mistake or, or something happened like that we kind of said to each other that like we wouldn't we wouldn't make a big deal like we wouldn't you know now like we wouldn't be like you know causing issues with the hospital we would just be saying look you know thanks very much we, we have our healthy baby you know and and that's fine but I suppose like in hindsight it's, it's all when you go into protection mode because this is a thing that you would you can't you can't comprehend with your mind too much because it's such a a bad, a horrific thing to have happened. Absolutely, you know? Ab- absolutely. You know? And and you held her after she was born. Yeah, oh, hundred. Well, we did. We so we like um, we we went in on the Friday morning, and um, 
like kind of had to be induced and we thought that we'd be waiting a, a long time and I was kind of very nervous about induction and everything because I was um, signed up to the Domino programme, kind of a midwife-led programme that mm. the UMH offer as well. Um, and like I, my kind of main concern is that how am I going to have a different birth besides the Domino birth that I wanted and like to be fair, I think like they're obviously because the Domino midwives had my record they um, were aware that I was in and, like, the, the lady that runs the Domino Midwives in CRMH and every midwife that was on the Domino program while we were in hospital came up to us to see how we were going, how was everything, and, like, I ended up giving birth to Rosie with a Domino Midwife. So wow. that was just amazing because they're just more aligned to, like, you know, and understand kind of, you know, the way you want to go through your labour and I suppose it's, you know, it's still the same labour that you have to go through so anything that can kind of you know make that make a bit easier a bit, yeah 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 make it a bit more and and and, and you like, also you brought you brought her home you brought Rosie home yeah yeah so um we were up in um we were in the hospital from the Friday night until the Tuesday because you can't um you actually can't take like um any baby that is a stillborn has to have um an autopsy and you're not allowed to take the we weren't allowed to take Rosie home until that happened so that wouldn't happen until like Monday. So we stay. We got to stay with her in the hospital for the weekend, and like myself and Colin were there all all the time. We were able to have her christened in hospital and everything. And then on the Tuesday, we were able to bring her home um, for the night before we kind of had a ceremony for her on the Wednesday morning. But um, it was just lovely. But like all of this, then as well, was enabled by Failacon because as well as, like, all the memory boxes that they provide, they also provide cool costs. Like, a lot of, you, like, I would never have even known about this, you know, a lot of things you kind of just learn as you go through, but um, there's, it's just Moses baskets with kind of special, um, kind of, like, a hot water bottle connected to a cooler system, but it's a cool bottle, it's a cool water system to keep the baby cold, because it's yeah. important to keep her, to keep them cold. But, like, you know, now it was just, and Failacon yeah, yeah. provides those. Cause, yeah. And I mentioned this earlier, Noel, when, when I knew you'd be coming on, because I've spoken with Failacon many times uh, on this programme. They're just such an amazing uh, organisation. And they're an organisation that many people know nothing about until a tragedy happens. Yeah, yeah, oh, 100%. Like, well, I, we wouldn't have known much about it, really, to be honest. And then... Like, we didn't even, like, they they actually provide, like, um, hospitals as well with memory cards and cameras so that, like, you know, um, like, you know, you can, if you can have pictures down, you know, in the, in the delivery suite and everything. Now, thankfully, we had, we had our phones and everything like that. But then they, like, they kind of provide you with memory boxes as well that have, like, you know, um, little blankets and then candles, little teddy bears, so that you get two little teddy bears. Um, we had one with Rosie all the time and we had a teddy bear with us. So then, like, we kind of, like, kept them separate and then um, when it was time to say bye to Rosie, then we, we put one in with Rosie, the one that had been with us, and then we took her teddy. So, like, the little teddy that we have of her now. Is it all? like, it's... Oh, it's at home with us, like you know. But like that, that touched every every part of her body. Yeah. It was rubbed against her, and like it was right next to her every night. We went to sleep until we had to say goodbye to her. So like, 
it's just fabulous. Do you know what I mean? It, it's priceless. They took um, they took her hand and feet prints. You know, and we did we did moulds of her hands and her feet as well. And um, Felicon took them like a nurse did them with us, and Felicon then took them away. And like a few weeks later, delivered them at home to our house with like in a beautiful white frame with her name and her date of birth. You know, as well as I think a few days after we came home. There was a candle and everything with her name on it. Um, they just think of amazing things. Like they have, like as well as now, all like um, you know, information on support they provide. Like it's all like I suppose um, because it was COVID, there's all kind of leaflets in about how to get you know pictures with your baby. Mm. Which is like, which is fab because you're not going to think of, you know, what. Yeah, well, you're, you're gr- would be nice to have as memories. Yeah, you you're, know? you're grieving. It's the last thing they they yeah. they do all those tiny things that now yeah. you know nearly you know as you're coming up to Rosie's first birthday nearly a year on you're so thankful that you have uh, have all and you will have all those things into the future yeah. you know they're, they're yeah. brilliant they're just a wonderful yeah. organisation so yeah. you're going to you're going to remember uh, Rosie's birthday in a really special way tell me what you're asking people to do under the banner Run for Rosie yeah so basically what we're doing it's, it's, a, it's a virtual 5k fun run or walk so what we're asking that people who sign up um, it's 20 euro and they, we, we designed a Run for Rosie t-shirt which unfortunately now is sold out because I never expected the amount of people that have signed up <laughs> to sign up for the run. Um, but so basically, um, we're asking people between the 19th and the 25th of March to go out and either run the 5K or walk the 5K with by yourself, with your friends, with family, and post pictures then. Um, um, they can send them to us or else there's um, a Run for Rosie um, Facebook page that we created. We created that a few weeks, about seven or eight weeks ago to kind of... Um, help coach people if anybody wanted to do a couch to 5k by the time her birthday came around um and then we're just go- we're going to try and have like prizes as well to give out you know um to people for participating in the in the run and the walk um and we're I suppose as well what we're, what we're looking for is we're looking for spot prizes for people so at the moment we at the moment we have a few businesses that are providing us with um spot prizes we have district gym in silver springs um we have district 11 um which is a pub restaurant in glanmire and we have um the longboat pub in blackrock um are providing vouchers for um for drinks and dinner for um for couples as well for us so people so are being very, people are being very kind very yeah, very, yeah. Very will you yeah. do will you do the run yourself Oh, I will. I'll probably do the run five times over. Well done, well Um, done. But like, yeah, I definitely do the run, yeah. And and how are you and Colin doing on that? Good days and bad days? Um, Yeah, it's it's just, it's it's, it's ups and downs, yeah. It's kind of getting to to know the new us as well, you know what I mean? Because I'll never be, like, we'll never be the same people we were last year, do you know what I mean? But it's it's just about kind of... um, realising what we want from life as well because when we were I suppose when we spent that time in the hospital um, we had a lot of time to talk about what how we actually want our lives and you know you'd be kind of just reflecting on thinking are we living or you know are we doing the things we want to do and I think for me as well it's a lot of like you know I, I want to be out there living life so Rosie can kind of see it through my eyes you know awesome. and um yeah, I used to like you know you 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 just kind of have to go with the flow. You have to go with the 
the hard days and just accept that they're well. Like somebody says to me, it's it's like hard days and harder days <laughs> because like it's not you know your my natural go to thing isn't always a smile and be happy now you know whereas I would have always been that type of person before. But it's it's there sometimes you know. Um, Listen, but like, yeah, it, it is. You're it's keeping just, yeah. her memory alive, and that's what's important. And uh, yeah. Yeah. she'd be she's yeah. very proud, smiling down on yourself and and yeah. Colin, and of course, Big Brother Phoenix as well. Um, we wish yeah. we wish you luck with it, and and thank you for for sharing your story and, and your honesty uh, with us uh, this morning. And we just wish continue good luck to Failacon. Uh, it's one of those organisations you hope that you or no other family member will ever need them, but in case yeah. you do, they're there because you're going to do some fundraising for them. No, well, that's because yeah. it's all fundraised money. Yeah, yeah, no, no, that's true, that's true. And just before we go, could I just mention that um, if anybody is listening to this, anybody, you know, small business owner, big business, if they wanted to reach out to get in touch to give it, um, donate any spot prizes or anything, um, it would be great. And as well, just a thanks to um, Burns Pizza. Um, they have they have sponsored us as well for the Run for Rosie. They sponsored all the t-shirts, so that means that anybody who actually enters the Run for Rosie, all the money goes straight to Felicon. Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah, well done. Yeah. Well done. Good luck yeah. to you, Noel. And thanks thanks, so thanks a million for talking with us. Thanks for having me. God bless. Bye bye. Right. Noel Murphy there from Tivity uh, with her fundraiser for Felicon Run for Rosie. We wish her uh, love and luck with it. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.